I bet you've heard that song a million times before. We play it a lot during this time of Advent. Well, today we're going to talk about Advent, what it means, what Emmanuel is. So join me as we walk together through Advent. Hello, and welcome to Our Walk Together. This is the place where we have a chance to listen and to learn from others on our walk. My name is Paul Long, and I will be your host, but also a fellow traveler. I'm glad that you're able to join me today on Our Walk Together. everybody. Welcome to our walk together. We've just about begun or have begun, uh, depending on when you listen to this, the season of Advent. Um, and Advent's a real significant time in the church. It marks the beginning of a new liturgical year. Uh, it's, it's last week, the Feast of Christ the King was the end of a year. The first Sunday of Advent begins a new liturgical year. It's a time of preparation. It's a time of anticipation as we await the celebration of the birth of Jesus. The word Advent comes from the Latin word Adventus, which means coming or arrival. During this sacred time, we reflect on the coming of Christ, his presence in our lives today, and also his promise to return to the future. The term Emmanuel, we hear that a lot, and we heard that in the song that we talked about. The term Emmanuel holds great significance during the season of Advent. It, it's derived from the Hebrew word, which means God is with us. Imagine that, God is with us. This name was prophesied in the Old Testament and fulfilled with the birth of Jesus. Emmanuel reminds us of the profound truth that God chose to become a man, to become human in order to dwell among us. It's a reminder of the divine presence in our lives, bringing comfort and peace, bringing thanksgiving, hope, salvation. In the context of Advent, the concept of Emmanuel uh, compels us almost, compels us to deepen our spiritual connection with God. It invites us to seek his presence and to be mindful of his constant companionship throughout our journey of faith. Emmanuel reminds us that God is not distant or sustained, excuse me, Emmanuel reminds us that God is not distant or detached, but intimately involved in our lives, guiding and sustaining us. 
The Catholic Church defines Advent as a, as a season of joyful expectation and preparation for the coming of Christ. It encompasses the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. Advent should serve as a time of spiritual renewal, where we focus on prayer, penance, acts of charity. It's a period of both solemnity and also anticipation. As we reflect on the mystery of the Incarnation, the Incarnation, God becoming one of us, and prepare our hearts to receive Christ anew. In the liturgical year, Advent holds a significant place. It's a time of preparation that sets the stage for the celebration of Christmas. It all gets everything ready. The Church encourages us all to embrace the spirit of Advent by participating in a lot of its rich practices. Through prayer, scripture readings, and the sacraments, Catholics are invited to enter into a deeper relationship with God and to prepare themselves for the coming of Christ. God desires to be one of us. Should we not work to be closer to God? As we reflect on the, the following little pieces, um, I'm going to ask you to do something. I want you to think about, uh, think about the anticipation that we sometimes see in a child. That anticipation when they're waiting for something special, waiting for something to happen. You know, if you, if you look at little kids, they're bouncing all around. They can't sit still. Uh, and, and that anticipation takes over all that they do. In understanding the joyful participation and hope in Advent, as Advent unfolds, a spirit of joyful anticipation permeates the church. The faithful eagerly await the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. This anticipation is rooted in the hope and expectation of salvation that Christ's coming brings to us. It's a time of renewed faith where we embrace the promise of redemption and the joy of Christ's presence in our lives. During Advent, the liturgical color, the color you'll see in churches changes from the green or the white or the, or the red to purple. The purple symbolizes penance and also symbolizes preparation. But the season is not totally and solely about uh, being characterized by solemnity. Joy is an essential advent element, excuse me, of advent. Remember the little kid, that joy, that anticipation as we celebrate the coming of our savior. It's time to rejoice, not be sad, rejoice in the hope and the promise that the birth of Christ brings to the world. There's a lot of things that, that kind of go around Advent. One of the things is that we see in a lot of places is the Advent calendar. Um, it's, a, it's a tradition that helps a lot of us Christians to mark the season of Advent. Its origins can be traced back to the 19th century in, in Germany. The first Advent calendars were simple, with paper doors that opened to reveal a religious image or a Bible verse. Today, Advent, color, Advent calendars come in various forms, including ones with chocolates or small gifts behind each door. 
The Advent calendar serves as a visual reminder of the countdown to Christmas. Each day, as a new door is open, the anticipation and excitement build. It's a way for individuals and families to engage in daily reflections, prayers, and acts of kindness. The Advent calendar helps us to show, to slow down a little bit and savor the season, fostering a sense of gratitude and spiritual preparation. Another thing we always see around Advent and a thing that, that pretty much characterizes the season is the Advent candles. And these play a significant role in the Catholic tradition. They symbolize different aspects of the season. The Advent wreath is typically made of evergreen branches and it holds four candles. Three of them are purple and one is pink. Each candle represents a different week of Advent. The first purple candle symbolizes hope, reminding us of the anticipation, there's that word again, the anticipation of the coming of Christ. The second purple candle represents peace, signifying the harmony that Christ brings to our lives. The pink candle, which is lit on the third Sunday of Advent, symbolizes joy. This marks sort of the midpoint of the season. Finally, the four per, fourth purple candle represents love, reflecting the unconditional love that Christ demonstrates through his birth. Oftentimes a white candle is placed in the center, which is lit on Christmas, or sometimes all of the candles are replaced with white candles for the celebration of Christmas. Many people use this as a, as a centerpiece on the Christmas table. What a beautiful thing. We've used this to pray all during Advent and now we celebrate with the white candles. As each candle is lit during the Advent season, the light, if we think about the light, the light gradually increases. One candle, a little more light with the second candle, a little more light with the third, and so on. The candles, symbolize that growing presence. They serve as a visual reminder of the hope, the peace, the joy, and the love that Christ's coming brings us, guiding us through the season and illuminating our path to Christmas. Embracing the spirit of Emmanuel in the secular world, in the secular, it can sometimes be a little tough. In the secular world, it, it, it can be challenging to embrace the spirit of Emmanuel during the season of Advent. The distractions and the busyness of daily life can easily overshadow the true meaning of this sacred time. However, it is precisely in, precisely in this context that the spirit of Emmanuel becomes more significant. Our busyness, and our preparations can also remind us of the preparations we do for a great gift, a great guest, a time when all the busyness and things like that, it's not always a bad thing, but it can remind us if we use it all correctly of what would we do if a guest was coming to our home? We'd have a lot of busyness, I'm sure. Emmanuel reminds us to God's 
to re- reminds us to seek God's presence in all the noise, the confusion, and the chaos of our world. It calls us to cultivate a spirit of mindfulness and find moments of stillness and reflection. Yeah, you can do that, even in the midst of the busyness. By prioritizing prayer, scripture reading, and acts of kindness, we can create a space in our lives to experience the joy and the peace that Christ brings. Franciscans hold a lot of rich traditions, uh, and I always mention Franciscans in all these podcasts, because I am one, uh, that, that embrace Advent as a season of profound spiritual significance. St. Francis of Assisi, the founding of the Franciscan Order, had a deep, deep, deep devotion to the mystery of the Incarnation. He celebrated Christmas with, with, with great joy and reverence. For Francis, the, the event of the Incarnation, God becoming man, was the central event in his life. Francis was so overwhelmed, was so thankful, was so imbued with the whole spirit of God becoming man that it shaped everything he did. In fact, in many ways, Francis believed that that the celebration of the incarnation, the celebration of Christmas, was more important than any other celebration in the church year. God becoming one of us. For all of us Franciscans, Advent's a time of reflection on the humility and the poverty of Christ. It's an opportunity to imitate his example by embracing simplicity, humility, and charity. The Franciscan tradition encourages believers to, to live the gospel values of love, peace, and joy during this season mirroring the spirit of Emmanuel in their daily lives. In the Franciscan tradition, Advent is, is, is marked by various kinds of traditions and practices. One, one such pra- practice that has become pretty, pretty well known is the blessing of the Christmas crib, the manger scene, the, the nativity scene, where families and communities come together to bless their nativity scene. The tradition of the nativity scene actually was was believed to have been initiated by Francis in a town called Greccio. We're going to talk more about that in the next episode when we talk about Christmas and the traditions around Christmas. But just know that Francis is believed to have, have made the first Christmas crib, the first nativity scene. And this tradition serves as a reminder always of the humble birth of Christ and the invitation to make room for him in our hearts, even though there was no room in the end. Do we have room? Embracing the spirit of Emmanuel during the season of Advent, as it unfolds, is lets us embrace the spirit of Emmanuel in our lives. We need to consider that God is with us. I'm going to say that again. We need to consider that God is with us. 
Emmanuel, guiding us, comforting us, transforming us. During this season, it's my prayer that we might find joy in the anticipation of Christ's coming. During the season of Advent, that we might find the joy of the little child, that we can't wait. The anticipation is so great that we're, we're bouncing all over the place and we're running and jumping and, and, and can't wait for that day to come. Through the traditions of the church and the Franciscan tradition, I also pray that we may deepen our faith and prepare our hearts to welcome Christ with open arms. During this time of Advent, our action maybe could be to embrace the spirit of Emmanuel by the season, by engaging ourselves in prayer, reflection, and acts of kindness. Allow joy and hope of Christ's coming to transform your life and bring you closer to God. In a time of, in, in time of anticipation, I wish to you God's blessing. Well, the music means that our time together is at an end. I would like to thank you for walking with me today. It's been a great blessing. All of the information about the podcast is available on the website ourwalktogether.com. Please invite your friends to also listen. You are the best advertisement. And so, until we meet again, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord let his face shine on you and be gracious, gracious to you. May the Lord look upon you kindly and give you his peace.